Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to Hold Up, Let Me Explain. I'm your host, Nicole. And if you're new here, hello, welcome. Thank you for pressing play. Thank you for choosing me to listen to, to fill up your speakers. I promise I will try not to be annoying and repeat myself and I'll try to get to the point (laughs) as much as I can. I tend to ramble, but welcome. So I know why you clicked on this episode, maybe for two reasons. One, you keep up with my episodes and this is just the newest one that you are just forced to listen to. Or two, the title gravitated you to press play. So today's episode, mental health check-in, 10 questions to ask yourself. Now, as a disclaimer, I am not a therapist. I am not a wellness coach. I am not a mentor. As much as I would love to become one one day, I'm technically not licensed (laughs) or even credited or even qualified to be such. But I have been going to therapy. I haven't told you guys, but I am back in therapy. I did a consultation uh, with a counselor and they paired me with this awesome woman who I am seeing on the 15th. But in the meantime, I am going to group sessions. And so not only will I be seeing a therapist, I will be doing group sessions. So group sessions are just kind of like, kind of like group setting therapy workshops. And the one that I'm specifically in is about boundaries. So I need to learn boundaries. And I'm going to let you in on some tea. The boundaries that I am currently learning is boundaries with myself, how to set boundaries with other people and how to stop myself from crossing boundaries with other people. For example, when I get angry, I get a little violent, not violent, like I start swinging at people. Um, but more specifically, when I get frustrated or angry, I, I, I'm like I'm a little extreme. I'm I know who I know when to not do that. You know, when I'm at work, I don't just go off on people. I don't have anger issues, uh, but it it falls under the category of boundaries. And after I, I did my consultation with the counselor, it was recommended that I do these group sessions. And so far, I've done two sessions, and they're pretty good. I'm starting to learn what my true values are, what's really important to me. And I think that I've always been aware of that, but I'm learning um, more of like what's wrong and right. Um, And I definitely will talk more about that, but I need to figure that out for myself before I'm in the space to openly talk about it. So I'll let you know an update on how that's going for me. Um, But mentally, I've just been trying to work on my mental health. I know it's such a redundant topic. It's everywhere now. You have models crying, talking about mental health. And I don't mean to sound judgmental, but we get it. It's, it's, It's been talked about. It's not taboo anymore. It's something that's been, um, you know, discussed. But 
I think what's also important is just kind of making sure that we, you as a human being, you know, are at a good place. So some like a practice that I've been doing with myself, like, so, okay, I have a podcast, right? So naturally, I'm talking to myself. I mean, sure, I'm talking to you because you're listening to me. And I'm always so grateful for that. But let's let's be honest, I'm literally by myself in my bedroom with a microphone talking to myself, talking to the wall, if you will. And that's okay. I'm 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 in my comfort space. I'm I am myself. And I often do it in the car. I do it when I pray. I do it in the shower. You know, this is normal to me. Um, but um, but I always like to ask myself certain questions to kind of center myself because, you know, like everyone else, we our minds can go to dark places. So to avoid going to dark places, I like to do these mental check-ins. So I wanted to kind of share with you 10 questions to ask yourself. Now, again, I'm not a mental health coach. I'm not uh, any, I'm not a counselor, you know, I'm not licensed or anything, but this is just something that I do that kind of helps me. So I kind of wanted to share with you the questions that I like to ask myself to kind of help me center myself. And I just kind of wanted to share that with you. So I'm just going to kind of give you the list of questions just so that you hear them out. And then I'm just going to kind of like share with you what my answers are. And maybe as you answer them yourself, you can compare notes and I don't know, maybe we can relate to each other. So here we go. So for mental health questions, one of the major things I always like to ask myself is, how do I know if I'm unwell? How do I know if I'm okay or not? So that's one question. Another question is, how are you feeling today, physically and mentally? What's taking up most of your headspace right now? Like what's occupying your mind? Like what is bothering you? What is, what percentage of what is filling up your headspace? What was your last full meal and have you been drinking enough water? This is, this is accurate. Like sometimes, and it, it sounds so like common sense, right? Like, oh, you know, when you're in a bad mood and people are just like, oh, are you on your period? Or, oh, have you eaten yet? Or if you have a headache, oh, have you drank enough water? It's kind of like, oh, get the fuck out of my face. Like I know where the root of my issues are, but sometimes you just kind of have to center yourself and realize like, okay, am I acting this way for valid reasons? Or are there factors that are creating these issues, right? Because I have braces right now. So I don't eat as much as I used to. And I find myself a little bit more irritable lately. And naturally, I can blame it on stress, or I could blame it on homework assignments, or I could blame it on, you know, not having enough me time, because that is like very important to me. But then if I ask myself, like, all right, bitch, but like, let's be honest, what have you had today? What have you eaten? Why are you being so bitchy? Like, all of these factors that are bothering you, sure, they're valid. But this is something that you deal with every single day. So why is it today? more like intense have you eaten have you drank enough water did you take your vitamins did you drink your coffee have you had something substantial to eat because my meals are coffee and like a banana nut loaf bread from starbucks after that i don't fucking eat until like five o'clock at night and that's a terrible diet to have but that's the truth so you always have to like ask yourself that question. What was your last full meal and have you been drinking enough water? Just to make sure that whatever you are feeling is valid enough to react the way that you are reacting. You get what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, the fifth question. How have you been sleeping? 
This is important. Number six, what have you been doing for exercise? Have you been moving your body? Have you been exercising? Have you been masturbating? Have you been just doing something physical for you? What did you do today that made you feel good? Have you done anything for yourself? That's a question to ask. What's something you can do today that would be good for you? That's something to always ask yourself to make sure that you are at a good headspace. What's something you're looking forward to in the next few days? Is there something that you're excited about? That's something to ask yourself. And the last question, of course, which is my favorite, which is something that I always try to focus on, which is what are you grateful for right now? What are you thankful for, grateful for? What have you been praying for? I think showing gratitude has always been my, um, like, how do you say, like, it's always been my go-to to center myself, to kind of ground myself. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to sound like a yogi or anything, but anytime I get super frustrated about anything, whether I'm stressed out at work, stressed out at all school, stressed out about money, stressed out about family, stressed out about my relationships, I always make sure that I'm, I always focus on my gratitude because at the end of it all, it could always be worse, right? You could be missing a leg. You can be disabled. You could have like an extreme death in your family. Like, and if those things are factors in your life, I pray for you. I feel for you. But in a bigger picture, you always have to remind yourself that things can be worse and it's better to focus on the things that are good in your life than the bad you know, so it's always important to like, focus on your gratitude, and always remind yourself what you're grateful for right now. So those 10 questions are something that I always like to ask myself. I think those are questions you should always ask yourself. If you have to rewind to write down the questions, put me on pause so that you have it written down on a notebook, I suggest it. I mean, at this point, I kind of want to repeat the questions. Okay, fine, I will. You've already twisted my arm. All right, guys, question number one, how do you know if you're unwell? How are you feeling today? physically and mentally? What's taking up most of your headspace right now? What was your last full meal and have you been drinking enough water? How have you been sleeping? What have you been doing for exercise? What did you do today that made you feel good? What's something you can do today that would be good for you? What's something you're looking forward to in the next few days? And what are you grateful to right now? Or what are you grateful for right now? So those 10 questions, it's important to ask yourself, help ground ground yourself. I feel like that's how you would say it. And yeah, I think that's just important. So to kind of just like let you know so that we compare notes on what I do, because I mean, it's my podcast. I got to share that with you. Okay. So how do I know if I'm unwell? It kind of ties in to all the other questions that kind of follow up with that. Um, everything else kind of takes a backseat. I get really lazy. I get really frustrated. Um, I cry. Um, I don't cry a lot. I mean, it's weird. Like, I don't cry as often as I say that I do. Like, definitely get emotional. But it does take a lot for me to cry. Um, like, something has to be weighing on me extremely heavy for me to break down. Um, because I always try everything else to avoid feeling that depressed, I guess. Um, and if you are wondering, I don't take depression as a light word. Um, something that I was going to share on a separate episode, but I want, uh, about a year ago, I was diagnosed, diagnosed severe depression and anxiety and was prescribed medication. 
Um, but I refused to take it because I felt that what I was feeling was circumstantial. I didn't feel that I was, I was affected by these feelings because of a brain, like because of a chemical imbalance in my brain. I genuinely felt that it was circumstantial. Like there was something happening in my life that was triggering these emotions. And I just needed to figure out a way on how to change that so that I didn't depend on pills or depend on medication. And I know that those outlets aren't always available to people. So if you are someone that, you know, had to take medication, I listen, you got to do what's right for you. Um, the same way that I had to do what was right for me. And to me, that was not an option. I don't like the idea of um, taking pills. I'm already on two types of medication because of my brain condition. And I think feel that I'm a little too young. <laughs> I mean, I'm 29, but I don't I I don't see my lifestyle as a way of just popping pills every morning before I start my day. I don't I don't like that idea, which is why I go to therapy and I try all these other exercises before I go to that because to me that would be last resort. So, the way that I know that I am unwell is if things like that are triggering. Like, I don't feel like myself. I feel really sad. I don't want to do the things that make me happy, or I stay in bed for too long, or I'm not eating, or I'm not sleeping well. What really triggers um, my depression is when I'm not sleeping. That's when it really gets to me. I'll wake up and it's happened. Um, that's kind of like my key. That's like my number one when I don't sleep. Um, and I was given some, oh, damn it, I forgot the name of it. It's called something fresh. I don't take it anymore. It's something you could actually buy over the counter. They're like, melat not melatonin. It's like the one, it's like, kind of like pills really, but I mean, they dissolve in your mouth and it helps you fall asleep. Yeah, melatonin, right? Melatonin? Whatever, who cares? Anyway, moving on. That's how I know if I'm doing unwell, is if I'm not sleeping well. I wake up in the middle of the night or I go to sleep really late and I wake up really early and I can't go back to sleep. I remember there were nights where I would wake up at three o'clock in the morning and I wouldn't go back to bed until seven o'clock in the morning. And like literally I would be in the living room watching a movie on my laptop or I'll just be on my phone on TikTok or something to distract myself before my body finally felt tired again. So definitely sleep triggers that if I know I'm not doing if I'm not doing well and um, if I no longer have interest in doing the things that I like. And because I'm because I do have freedom to do what I like, the times that I don't feel like doing it, that's when I know something's wrong with me because it's that obvious to me. So definitely that's one. How am I feeling today physically and mentally? Physically, I feel like shit. I'm not even going to front. I have braces, so eating hurts. Um, they put like these gaps in the back of my molar so that when I close my mouth, my bite doesn't close all the way. Um, so there is a gap when I close my mouth, but it's to avoid my top teeth breaking the brackets that are on my bottom teeth. So when I grind my teeth, when I grind my food, I'm not really breaking it down completely because of these gaps that are like, that are, that's creating like a space in my bite. So eating has been terrible, low key traumatic, um, because I can't eat my food and it gets stuck in my braces. And when I try to take it out, I cut my tongue from the metal and the metal is like rubbing in the inside of my mouth. So it's creating like these sores and yeah, it's a fun time. I mean, shit. And I know it's part of the process of having braces, but guys physically not doing well, not doing well. 
and mentally it's fucking with my head a little bit because I can't eat my fucking food. Imagine being so hungry and just craving something and not being able to eat it because your braces are just in the effing way. If you've ever had braces before, you understand what I'm talking about. It sucks. Now seeing anyone with braces, it's like I want to give them a hug. Just like, like, come here. Let me give you a hug because I, I get it. And it's crazy because I feel like all of the hacks I tried to use before to lose weight have never worked, obviously, because I've always chosen to eat what I want. Now having these braces and not being able to eat what I want. Oh, yeah, bitch. You wanting to lose weight is really going to take full effect now because of these damn braces in your mouth. So pray for me, y'all. Pray for me. All right, let's see. What's taking up most of my headspace right now? What's taking up most of my headspace right now, honestly, is just all the things that I want to do that I feel like I don't have enough time for. And it sucks saying that because it kind of seems impossible. And only because like, okay, like I don't have any kids, right? So like that alone should like open up my time to do whatever I want. But because I work Thursday through Sunday, and then I have school Monday through Wednesday, all of these small gaps of free time that I have need to be devoted to doing school assignments because there was like a week, a few weeks ago, where I think I like try to take advantage of my free time by doing what I wanted and it backfired because then I had like five assignments due at midnight and I didn't realize it until like nine o'clock at night and I literally almost had a panic attack because of it because of time management. And then I missed a Monday on posting my episode, which was kind of annoying because I don't want to miss a Monday. But, you know, I'm just I'm committed and I like I like routine. I like keeping my word. It's something that I'm proud of having. But lately, I just haven't been able to organize my time that well. And it's been affecting me. So what's been taking up my headspace is just like wanting to do so much, but then Also having to limit myself because, you know, I want to work so that I can save a lot of money so that I could pay things off quicker and improve my credit score and save up for some upcoming trips. But then it's like, fuck, but like, I really wanted to send out these campaign boxes that I've been setting up for for my podcast, which I'll get into later. Um, But I haven't really found the time to like, buy the things that I need to set up those boxes and create a list of people I want to send those boxes to. I wanted to start writing my book, but then because of school, it's like, it's hard because it's just, it's just a lot. Like my headspace right now, there's like a lot of little things that I really wanted to get done that I really want to make time for. But then, you know, I want to make time for my boyfriend and make time for my family. And, you know, I feel like I'm kind of failing in some of my relationships because, you know, I haven't really been there for my sister And I know she's been feeling neglected because of it. I feel like I haven't been there for my mom. And I feel like that's kind of been weighing on her. And then, you know, my boyfriend is like, I feel like I haven't really spent time with you. But then it's like, fuck, but like, I really want to make time for the things that are important to me that are aside from work and school. So yeah, I feel like I've been in a tight space at the moment. So that's been really like weighing on me. So I don't, I feel like there's been a lot that's taken up my headspace right now that's been stressing me out because it's like there's only so much of me that I have but there's so much more I want to give but then because my mental health is like so like important and such like I need it more than ever 
to be able to give myself creatively, academically, and professionally at my job because as a server, I need emotional capacity to be able to have a smile and give people that great experience when they come to Disney World. But it still takes a lot of me because I'm a person who cares. I know there are servers out there that are are kind of robotic in their movements. You know, they kind of just focus on giving good service and hitting their steps of service and making sure that the tables are in and out and they get what they need and they kind of block everything off and they just do their job and they do it well. And that's great. But I'm the kind of server that likes to ask questions and joke and make connections and really give you that amazing experience that you've come in to have. And that's important to me to give. But that also requires that emotional side of me that sometimes I don't always have. Because by the time I get home from work, I'm drained, right? Like I just want to watch TV because that's the only time I can turn my mind off and just like, focus on something else that doesn't require much energy from me but then it's like then I feel bad because then it's like fuck but I want to have my podcast and I and I want to be creative and I want to travel and I want to I don't know be a content creator and do reels and get dressed up and do a YouTube channel and yeah it sounds like not real problems but that that's kind of been what's taking up my headspace right now Let me see. Let's move on because I feel like I'm just ranting. Um, What was your last full meal and have you been drinking enough water? Bitch, barely. Barely been eating. Barely been drinking water. Nearly had a headache. I feel like the three main things I've had for the past two weeks have been coffee, wine, and like a smoothie so that I don't feel hungry. But I feel like I just have to focus. I just got to work on that. I got to find alternatives to nourish my body because this braces thing is not forever but I gotta I gotta work around it how have you been sleeping um not well I've been going to bed really late and waking up really early or on the days that I don't feel like waking up early I just sleep in until really late and even though that sounds refreshing and great it actually pisses me off because When I wake up at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, I feel like a failure because that's time that I could have used to either do homework or get ahead on my podcast or do something productive with my time. But I have to remind myself that sleeping is important too and I need it to function. So I need to be more easy on myself. But I don't think that my sleeping has been that well, but at least I'm sleeping through the night. So that's important. What have you been doing for exercise? Well, the good thing about my job is that I'm always walking around. I'm constantly moving. I'm not just sitting down. And it's in me to always move, but I have not been to the gym. It's been taking forever for me to get up and just go, even though I'm paying for my damn membership. But guys, I think I want to learn how to ice skate. I know that's so random, but... I kind of want to learn how to ice skate. I don't know. It's been kind of weighing on me a little bit. Like I've been thinking about it. And the thing for me is like, I find exercising so boring. Like I hate going to the gym and like doing sets of things and just running on the treadmill. Like for me, my form of exercise is cardio. I feel like more accomplished when I do it, when I have a good sweat When I do sets of weights, I get bored and lazy. 
So it's like, I don't really like doing it. But with cardio, at least I know that if I knock it out in 15 minutes, I've done the job, regardless of what that looks like, whether it's walking, running, cycling, Stairmaster, optical, like elliptical, whatever the fuck, <laughs> optical, elliptical, like, or doing a Zumba class, like, that's fun for me. So I feel like I need to focus on finding an exercise that's both fun, I'm learning, I'm learning a new skill, and it's working out my body. But I have not been going to the gym, so gotta get on that. What did you do today that made you feel good? Okay, guys, I'm not even gonna front. What I did today that made me feel good is currently what I'm doing now, drinking a glass of rosé while recording a podcast episode. That brings me joy, not even gonna front. And another thing that I did today that I'm not even going to front either about was I went to campus early. I got me a poke bowl. Okay. So I got myself some sticky rice. Well, not sticky rice. Just like sushi. It was a poke bowl. So it was like sushi rice with lettuce, double salmon, obviously raw salmon, crab salad, sliced avocado, which is funny because I don't even like avocado, but I had a, a little bit of it with QP mayo, no, not QP mayo, spicy mayo and pokey soy sauce over it. Shake that up a little bit. Girl, delicious. Ate that while streaming the new episode of Pam and Tommy on Hulu. Honey, I was in my element. I was eating my pokey bowl, watching this new series that is so great. Lily James, great actress. She does Pamela Anderson so well. Um, so does the actor who plays Tommy Lee. And yeah, that was my happy moment. That was what I did for me that made me feel good. It doesn't sound as impressive, but it brought me happiness. And that's all that matters. What's something you can do today that would be good for you? Clearly recording this podcast because I upload episodes every Mondays and I am recording this episode in advance, which makes me feel good because then that means I'm not stressed about it Sunday night. <laughs> What's something you're looking forward to in the next few days? Um, oh, well, why did I even have to think about that? Tomorrow, as in Thursday, February 10th. I'm going to Universal Studios with my boyfriend and our moms. So I'm really excited to be doing that because I love Harry Potter World. And we're riding the new Jurassic Park ride, which I'm super excited to ride. And it's going to be a fun day. It's been super nice lately. The weather has been kind of cool, like cold, cold as in Florida cold, 60 degrees. If you're from up north, that's not cold. But for us, it's cold. But it's also the perfect weather to go to the parks because nobody likes going to the parks when it's like 100 degrees out. So super excited about that. And last question, just to wrap it up, because I feel like I've been ranting a lot, <laughs> is what are you grateful for right now? Something I'm always grateful for is my health. Even though it's not always the best, it's better than what it could be, you know? Um, I saw a, a neurologist, like a second neurologist, just to get an opinion to make sure that like I wouldn't be a victim of MS or a victim of like Alzheimer's because of what's on my MRI, like on my brain scans, uh, because of what I have. And I'm grateful that I don't have a brain of someone who has MS or a brain of someone who could fall victim of Alzheimer's. Um, I have white hyperintensities, which are like these little white uh, spots that are like scattered in the brain. They are pretty much erosions in the brain. And 
I got those from having severe migraines and headaches. And so because of that, I'm on two types of medication. I'm on Emgality, which is a shot that I take once a month, and on Nurtec, which is um, a pill that I would take that anytime I feel like a headache is coming on, I take it, but it's like a tablet that I put under the tongue, let it dissolve, and it will take away my headaches. It's much safer than taking like a Tylenol or like an Advil. Uh, but there have been times where I've waited too long to take them and I've had to resort to taking Tylenol, which is not recommended, but sometimes, you know, I'm just desperate because I don't get headaches. They're just, they're migraines and they are that severe because of what's in my brain. So I know like a lot of people that suffer from migraines, they like, they get Botox on the forehead or, you know, they get that ear piercing or, you know, they smoke weed or whatever. Um, but because mine was so severe, I had to get an MRI and I had to be referred to a neurologist because of it. So if you are someone who suffers from migraines, please don't don't diagnose yourself and think that, you, you know, you do all these other alternatives. Sometimes they work for other people, but, you know, if you are able to go see a doctor, just don't find it as an excuse to get Botox. Just go see a fucking doctor. And I get it. Sometimes not all of us have access to a doctor because of health insurance or financial reasonings. But if you can get Botox, you can see a doctor. That's all I'm saying. But I'm only saying it in this tone because your health is more important. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's coming from a place from love, not judgment. Um, I hope that didn't come off that way, but it's definitely coming from a place from love. So when it comes to what I'm grateful for, I'm just grateful that under my circumstances with my health, it's manageable and I'm still considered a healthy person. And I'm grateful for my support system, my mom, my parents, my sister, my boyfriend, my friends, um, you know, my freedom to be able to do what I love. I used to hate being a server. And now I've just grown to appreciate it so much more because being a server has given me the freedom to do what I love, go back to school, be able to travel, be able to afford the things I like all with still being able to sleep in and have the freedom to have hobbies and do what I love. I'm not constricted or I'm not restricted is what I meant to say. So a lot to be grateful for. But I hope that with what my answers you're able to compare notes with and hopefully it kind of helped you kind of gather an idea of what things that you can also be grateful for or you know, kind of question yourself on how your sleeping habits have been and when was the last time you've exercised and what were the things that you've done recently that made you feel good. And, and if you couldn't answer that question, then for more reason why you should definitely find things that you can do to make you feel good. Refocus on yourself. And I know that not everyone has that freedom or has that ability to be able to put themselves first because they're either caring for a sick relative or they have kids to take care of, or maybe they're juggling three jobs just to make sure the rent gets paid. I understand that there are always factors in everyone's life. But if you could find that one small moment to have these mental check-ins to make sure that you are okay, I hope this helps and I hope that you can find that. But I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening in. I'm going to strive to post new episodes every Mondays. I know I always say that, but I mean it. I love you. Stay tuned for new episodes. And I will talk to you later. Bye.